Welcome to C3 Church Tagra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. praying a lot for, and this message comes from my heart to you and to everyone. Um, Can I just say it's not a level playing field, the economy of this planet? It's not a level playing field. You need God. If you decide to go at your own in the life of your economy, it's very much uphill. Unless something stupendous happens and you just get a massive breakthrough. But ordinarily, the, uh, the Aussie battler, uh, even the saints, they, they need God. And if you include God in your finances, um, He can get you further, faster, in Jesus' name. In fact, if you give Him the tithe, He will multiply the rest. In fact, the Bible says in Deuteronomy, the rest is holy. The, the, the 90% left of what you have, he deems it as holy. And it goes further, longer. It, it's able to do more rather than not. This is what I want to declare and decree over your life. And let me say I have a strong desire uh, for everyone to be blessed financially. If people are already going up to the FPOS machine. That's awesome. But continue to hear me at the FPOS machine. Um, why do I want people blessed in the life of the church? It's because I even want my own daughter to find a house. Apparently, houses are being auctioned. Uh, houses are for sale, um, and they're being auctioned. But we got the Sydney people coming up, and they're beating all the locals. Uh, man, there's houses being sold in for $100,000 more. And that, that is quite unfair in some respects. So, we got to believe for the supernatural dimension of God to land on your life and be in your life, surround your life, so that you may be able to, to acquire the house that you need, South Africa. You, you, I don't know when you got here, but you need, you need man, some serious God help to get the house that you desire, amen? And I know a tree landed on your house and you lost power for two, three weeks, but, man, you still, you know, you need, you need God. And uh, there's others still who haven't got a house, Others here still haven't got children. Others here haven't still haven't found their, 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 their mate, their lifetime mate. We need God supernaturally. And this is what I want to say about that. So I'm going to declare and decree some scriptures over your life and over this giving this morning. So begin to fill out your envelopes. Begin to do that. And can I just say, thank you for the people that, the new people that are, are giving to the house. Thank you for the new people. Uh, the bookkeepers say, man. Yeah, you've got some good people joining you. They're principled people. They're giving straight up. And I salute you. And they're giving some good amounts. And also the people that have been given to Vision Builders, which is enabling us to be in this facility and to do all that we do overseas and, and, and around and about. Uh, thank you for the people dropping in some considerable large donations in that. You know, one person three weeks ago, 5,000. You don't know who they are. I can mention these amounts. 5,000, another person just only the other day, 4,000. And I got to believe that that means that they can be blessed. Why? Because the scripture says that God is a miracle God. He's a magnificent provider. 
He's our heavenly Father who cares for you. Amen? So let me just quote some scriptures to you. Matthew 7, 11. God is the magnificent giver. He is. And it says in this scripture, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So don't forget to ask for these needs that you need. God has actually promised that He would be our provider. Matthew 6.30 If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will He not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So, you know, prosperity is a bit of a controversial subject today in Christianity. Uh, Some people are backed away from it and just, you know, but we, we need not be ignorant of this. There's unbelievable amount of ignorance about how God can bless you and how God, in fact, wants you to prosper. Why? So that you can have enough to fulfill your assignment in life. Just like this church needs finances to fulfill its assignment in life, you need finances in your life to fulfill the assignment in your life. So, and you'd be be really surprised how so many people are ignorant about the principles of prosperity. But the Bible says in Proverbs 8, 18, and 21, it says, The key is wisdom. Um, Proverbs chapter 8, it talks about wisdom. It actually, in that whole chapter, Proverbs chapter 8, it says that wisdom speaks and says, Listen to God, obey God. His instruction is profitable. So it says, With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. Bestowing, 21, verse 21 says, Bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me and making their treasures full. When you get wisdom, then you'll see, then you'll see that prosperity break open over your life. Proverbs 3.16 says, Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in His commands. Psalm 112 verse 1 verse 3 says, Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. So wisdom gives us understanding, true understanding, that God is our provider. He so much wants to bless us, it's ridiculous. James 1.5 says, if you haven't got wisdom, if you don't understand the game plan of life, that if you sow, that you will reap. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 8, seed time and harvest, that which you sow, you will receive. If you sow tomato seeds, you will receive tomatoes. Amen. If you sow a smile, you'll get a smile back at you. If you sow finances, you will get finances back. Prosperity is having enough divine provision to complete a divine assignment. You can prosper. You must prosper. You will prosper. Psalm 84 verse 11 says, For the Lord God is a son. What does it mean when it says the Lord God is a son? That means he's a provider. And a shield. What does it mean that he's a shield? He protects. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Psalm 84 verse 11. This is for the givers in the house. God always promises financial blessings to those who are obedient to His instructions, laws, and principles. Let me read you this last scripture out. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1 to 12 says this, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all His commandments, 
I give you today. The Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come on you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed and the crops of your land and the young of your livestock, the calves of your herds and the lambs of your flocks. Your basket and your kneading trough will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land He is giving you. What's the land He's given you? That's your salvation. That's the promised land. As He promised you on oath, if you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to Him, then all the peoples on the earth, that means your neighbors and mine, will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity. I say it again. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, and the crops of your ground, in the land He swore to your ancestors to give you. What's the land again in the New Testament? It's salvation. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of His bounty to send rain on your land, on your finances, on your health, on your life in season and to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. You know what my heart is? To be the head, not the tail. I'm praying that we are able to cancel the mortgage over this building one day and that we can be the head and not the tail. Are you with me on that? We're getting there slowly, but we need to supernaturally see it accelerated. This is not a God who wants His people to barely getting by. He gave Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob more than enough. As you study God's Word carefully, you will find that God has clearly stated His intention to take every good care, very good care of His children, especially those who walk in His footsteps and obey His will. If you know anything about God, you know that He does not hand out all His gifts on a silver platter. A good illustration of God's nature is seen when He gave the promised land to Israel. Now, this is interesting. It was a gift, but they had to fight violently to receive it. There was not one square foot that came easily, yet Scripture clearly states it was God's gift to them. God has set aside a portion of the world's wealth for you. It is yours for the taking. To take control of that wealth involves your decision to fight violently, mean to give radically, and to take it out of the control of God's enemies, just as Israel took the promised land from the enemies of God. Matthew eleven twelve says, From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. It's not God's will, by the way, for people to live on Struggle Street, smoking bongs, living on the dole. It is not God's will. It's God's will for people to be dignified, to be breadwinners, to be gainfully employed, to be blessed in all, ma- in all their life, and to, to be a blessing. It is not God's will. Child of God, do you understand what I'm talking about here? It costs money to bring in God's harvest, and the church of our Lord and Savior will never have enough to do it if the saints have just enough. We can bring in the end time harvest only if God's saints learn how to have more than enough 
to supply the funds needed to do the great work God has put before us. Let's begin. Let's begin it right now. Father, and I need to quote that scripture in James 1, 5. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault, and it will be given to you in Jesus' name. Now, I declare this every so often, about every year I declare it, and I want to declare it right now with eyes closed. As you've prepared your tithes and offerings, they'll receive that in the moment. But I want to declare this tithers confession. This is from the Copeland Ministry, and I love it. It's going to declare something over your life and over this church. I confess this day to you, Lord God, that I've come into the inheritance which you swore to give me. I am in the land which you have provided for me in Jesus Christ, the kingdom of Almighty God. I was a sinner serving Satan. He was my God. But I called upon the name of Jesus, and you heard my cry and delivered me from the power and the authority of darkness and translated me into the kingdom of your dear Son. Jesus, as you are Lord and High Priest, I bring the first fruits of my income to you and worship God with it. I rejoice in all the good, in all the good which you have given to me and my household. I have hearkened to the voice of the Lord my God and have done according to all that you have commanded me. Now I believe you will look down from your holy habitation in heaven and bless me as you said in your word. I receive your blessing because I am a tither. I expect these things to take place. Thank you that heaven's unlimited resources are mine in Jesus' name. I confess that the windows of heaven are being opened. Blessings are being poured out. That's not enough room to receive it. Surely I would shout, it is enough. It is enough. God himself has rebuked the devourer for for his name's sake. The fruit of my ground will not be destroyed. My vine will not be cast before its time. Nations will call me blessed. I will be a delightsome land. Today, I am experiencing God's supernatural increase. I have a covenant of increase. I walk in it by faith. I call it done in Jesus' name. And Lord, I worship you because of it. Father in heaven, right now, we declare, we declare the hand of God upon everyone's finances in this house to prosper, to multiply, to, for houses, babies, health, prosperity of body, soul, and mind, right now we declare that you are our sun and shield, and the saints say, and the saints say, Amen. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.